Hello, wild one. Welcome to the Shamanic Tantra Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Taraya, and I'm honored to have you on this journey with me. My intention with this show is to create a sacred space for conversations around all the things I wish I were taught growing up. I'm here to remind you that all of you is sacred. Every emotion, every experience, and every energy that runs through your body and heart is holy. Shamanic Tantra is a path I walk and it's a path of liberation. Freedom that's found deep within the body and deep inside the breath. It's a path of reclamation, of integrating every shade of who you are. The wild, the wonderful, the primal, and the pure. All is welcome here. It's a path of truth, of devotion to the pulsing, quivering truth of this very moment. As that's all there ever is. May we love each other, may we honor each other, and may we celebrate each other as we walk each other home. Aho, and on we go. Hello, everybody. This is Holly Taraya coming at you live with the Shamanic Tantra podcast, Saturday night, late night in the jungles of Costa Rica. And today's episode is one that has been seated in me for about a year now. And for whatever reason, today's the day. So today's episode is all about sexual liberation and what it is, what is sexual liberation in my experience, in my opinion, in my poetry. I'm going to define what it is today, and I'm also going to share in that what it is not. And I want to share a little bit about my creative process with you here, because like I said, this is a podcast I've been wanting to record for a year now. It's been on the shelf, the seed, the seedling shelf, and this is how I roll. You know, it's like I put these ideas into the seeds, into the soils, and whenever they're ready, whenever they ripe, they move through me in an orgasmic way. And it doesn't matter what time of day it is or what's happening. I devoted myself to stop, drop, and record whenever inspiration strikes. And sometimes that means I go three months without recording anything. And sometimes that means it's 2 a.m. And I record four things back to back. So this is the life of a tantrika. In my experience, I create and make love when the eros runs, not on a schedule, not on a spreadsheet, not on a Google Cal, but when it's alive. And here it is, my friends, moving through me alive. In this moment, what is sexual liberation? So one of the things that I find really fascinating and interesting about doing the work that I do, working as a tantric intimacy coach specializing in sexuality and sexual liberation, is I believe that I'm really working in one of the most shadowy spaces of our human experience, which is sexuality. And that's part of the reason I've chosen to do this work is because when I really 
take a look at a bird's eye view at like what part of our life experience and my own personal experience and my own journey needs the most healing, it's sexuality, in my opinion. Um, and that's that's my dharma is to really help to free and liberate sexuality in this lifetime for myself and for others. So one of the things I find interesting about this work is that I bump up against everybody's resistance. I bump up against everybody's shadow, triggers, traumas, shames, guilts, inadequacies, right? There's a bumping up against all the resistance around sexuality way before we get to the liberation of eros, the liberation of heart, and the liberation of sexual expression. And so it's very interesting for me because um, one of the most common questions that I don't actually get asked, but I can feel present in the field is what happens when I become sexually liberated? I can feel people sort of asking this question like, well, what does that mean for me? Does that mean that I'm going to be attending, sec- be becoming sexually liberated mean I'm going to be attending orgies and in an open relationship? Does becoming sexually liberated mean that my marriage is going to dissolve? Does becoming sexually liberated mean that I'm going to abandon my children and go off and fly off into the woods and be a nymph? Like, there's this version of sexual liberation that most people hold, at least in my experience of people that I've met. But in society at large, I notice this pattern that people think that sexual liberation has this certain flavor, this certain identity, this certain way of being, which oftentimes means, to, to people's perception, sexual liberation means orgiastic, uh, polyamorous, wild and free conditioning, right? And I'm here to talk about this today because this is so important that if that is your truth, if being wild and free and tethered to no one and free in your heart, free in your pussy, free in your cock, polyamorous, multi-orgasmic, you know, um, orgiastic uh, sexual expression is your highest version of liberation in your sexuality, then yes, that is what sexual liberation is for you. And what I really want to open up the conversation space about today is this, that sexual liberation means that you begin to dissolve the conditioning from society, the conditioning from religion, the conditioning from your family, the conditioning from media, the conditioning that tells you to suppress and repress, deny, reject, criticize, judge, and ignore your erotic expression. Sexual liberation means to unwind and unbind conditioning that has caged your sexual expression and your heart expression. 
So it's dissolving the restrictions that you've placed around yourself, around who you think you need to be in order to belong, in order to fit in, in order to not ruffle too many feathers, in order to keep the peace, keep the status quo, not rock the boat, don't create too many waves. Be a nice guy, be a good girl, buttoned up, tucked in, right? professional, respectful, right? So there's a version of person that society has created that has constricted and compressed our sexual expression. And so the first part of sexual liberation is identifying the difference between what is my suppression in my body versus what is my truth. And I believe unwinding conditioning, unwinding shama, uh, trauma, unwinding shame, guilt, inadequacy. This is like the deepest work of our human experience around all things, but especially around sexuality because it's so fucking deep. And just a side note here, when I talk about sexuality, I'm not just referring to sexual engagement. I'm referring to all things in the sexual space, the relational, the intimate, the communal, the tribal, right? Like the human to human sharing in erotic, loving ways. So that's what I, when I refer to sexual liberation, I'm really referring to all parts of our sexual identity. So that's the first way that I want to define what sexual liberation is. Like I shared just now, it's the deconditioning. It's deconditioning, taking away brick by brick, melting mortar by mortar, and untying string by string the cages of conditioning that we've placed around ourselves and that society has placed around us. That's part one. Part two of sexual liberation, in my experience, is also unwinding, utilizing sexuality and sexual expression as a way to gain love validation, acceptance, belonging, and connection in ways that are actually based in fear and ego and trauma and separation, as opposed to utilizing sexuality and intimacy as a way to deepen into love and safety and tribe and belonging and vulnerability. So I'm going to say that again, the second piece of sexual liberation beyond removing societal conditioning, the second piece is changing the way in which you relate to sexuality so that it's not driven by fear, inadequacy, lack of connection, lack of belonging, validation, like me like me, choose me, pick me, love me, accept me, right? So when we utilize our sexual and relational energy to feel fulfilled in the ways that we feel empty, that is not being liberated. 
that is not being free. In fact, it's being shackled to our sexual expression so that we can feel loved and seen. And this is a subtle energetic here because when we slide into the love space, the liberated space of sexuality and the relational heart space, when we, when we step into the love and the higher soul around it, we are also going to feel validated and loved and welcome and seen. But it's not the driving force. We're not seeking sex to feel worthy. We're not moving our body in an erotic way on the dance floor to feel accepted. We're doing it as a form of celebration and movement. And so from the outside perspective, when we take these two pieces of sexual liberation, you could have two people that are living their lives in very similar ways. So we'll take two women, for example, because I'm a woman, so it's easier for me to speak of a feminine expression. We can take two women, for example, that express themselves in very similar ways, very openly, very expressive, very erotically embodied, very open in the heart space, very open in the erotic space, uh, very forgiving, very sexual, very... Uh, very expressed in their truth and in their liberation. And they could be doing the same exact things with the same exact people in the same exact ways in the same exact places. However, one of them could be doing and living and being this way from a place of total liberation and truth because it's her highest truth to live this way because she is self-sourced from such a deep spring of vitality within her being that she has so much love and eros and creativity to share with the world around her because she feels so loved and provided for by her own sense of safety and love that she has so much to share, so much overflow. And she celebrates this and she excites in this and she creates a space of permission and freedom for others to also feel free. And she invites others into this space and holds space for them in their journey. That's one form. And this is coming from a place of radical liberation and devotion to love and freedom. And then you can have another person, another woman in this space that's expressing in exactly the same way, liberated love, open relating, wild in their sexuality, open in the heart space, intimate in their touch, curious in their explorations. Everything could be the same. It could be even with the same people in the same spaces, but you could have another person that's expressing their self and their vibration, their intention, their soils are infused with the vibration of unworthiness, of not enoughness, of fear, of non-belonging, of needing validation and liberating and utilizing their sexuality as a tool for, for, for manipulation, for power, for attention and acceptance. And I just want to point out here, there is no right or wrong. 
There's no judgment in either expression. I simply want to bring both of these to your attention today as I talk about sexual liberation to share with you that in my opinion, liberation has nothing to do with what's happening externally. It's an inner being. It's an inner game. It's an inner sense of ease and expansiveness that you have of openness in your own heart and your own erotic energy and your own body. And so it doesn't matter how many people you love. It doesn't matter how many lovers you have or have had. It doesn't matter whether you have a closed relationship, open relationship, no relationship. It doesn't matter if you're celibate or if you are a sacred slut. It doesn't matter if you never leave your house or if you live in community with temple priestesses. Your sexual liberation is yours to embody and express in any way that feels true to you. And so this is as simple as it is. Sexual liberation is having the courage and the curiosity to allow your erotic energy and your love to move through your body freely and that whenever it finds a block, it, it looks at that block and it meets that block with a level of curiosity and compassionate and says, hmm, are you my truth or have you been placed upon me long ago? And I'm going to breathe into you and I'm going to melt you if you're not my truth. And if you are my truth, I know you are not a block. You are in fact a boundary that is serving me, that is guiding me and protecting me. So I will keep you in place for now. But I will let my erotic energy move around you and perhaps stay contained within this boundary. And this is sexual liberation, to have the courage to allow your erotic energy and your love to move through your body, heart and eyes, your smile, your hugs, your flirtation. And to either choose to contain and maintain that erotic, erotic energy just for you, party for one, celibacy, self-pleasure. Or perhaps choose to take that erotic energy far and wide and celebrate it with many. Or perhaps find a space in the middle of divine union and committed partnership with one beloved. However you choose to express your love, to celebrate your sexuality is yours. It's part of your dharma and there is no right or wrong. And so Stepping on a path of sexual liberation simply means to step into your truth and to let it move through your body and to trust it, to surrender to it and to follow its impulses wherever it takes you. Into a cave in solitude or into a temple in celebration with many lovers. And maybe you oscillate between the two. Maybe you use your erotic energy for healing and magic. Maybe you use your erotic energy for creating children and family. Maybe you utilize your sexual and erotic energy for manifestation and sex magic. And maybe you use it to penetrate your heart and to feel the fiercest and wildest love that's possible. But the invitation is this, 
to move it, to run it, to cultivate it, to pulse it through your body. Don't let it die. Don't suppress it. Don't bury it. Don't deny it. And don't let society tell you what you should do with it, who you should love with it, and how you should feel with it. Let your choice be sovereign. Let your sexuality be yours. Love who you want to, when you want to, where you want to, how you want to, or not. It is your choice in every moment. It is your choice. This is sexual liberation. To liberate your erotic energy and to do whatever you choose to within the confines, within the expansion of your truth in a way that honors yourself and those around you in consent and dignity. That is sexual liberation. That is my poetic definition of sexual liberation. And so this is a big part of my work that I offer continually to myself, <sighs> sipping from the space of freedom and bringing it out into the world. And I know this is a fear that many people have when they work with me, when they know me, when they love me, is are you going to bring me to the dark side? <laughs> people think this, have this image of if, if I work with you, Holly, and we dive into this work of sexual liberation together, does that mean that I'm going to have to leave my husband or my marriage or, you know, express in these ways? And the answer is no. Sexual liberation means to find the freest, most pleasurable expression of your human experience and celebrate that, whatever that means to you, in any way that your dharma asks you to. And so I just wanted to really bring that out into the space to, to provide clarity and permission around sexual liberation all the way from celibacy all the way up to the sacred slot and everything in between. You can change your mind at a moment's notice. You can oscillate and move just like sexual energy does. So join me. Join me on the path of sexual liberation. Name it. Claim it and enjoy it for yourself. You're here with a mission to inspire and impact many through your purpose. I'm here to support your mission by sharing the tools, practices, and teachings of Tantra, empowering you to become empowered by pleasure as you light up the world with your love and service. Serve from overflow. This is the new paradigm way of the embodied feminine leader, and I am honored to teach you how. I'm here to help you gently release any and all things within your being that are out of alignment and no longer true, so you can create space for all your desires to enter your life. No more sacrificing yourself for service. No more putting pleasure, rest, and celebration at the bottom of the pile. It's time to let your feminine essence and primal sensual power become your new fuel source. It's time to come fully alive. Your tantric awakening awaits. Join me for Tantric Awakening, a three or six month mentorship for women to return to the throne of your body and become fully alive. 
click the link below and visit hollytoraya.com slash mentorship to begin your tantric awakening journey today. Thank you for joining me today on the Shamanic Tantra podcast. To dive deeper on your Tantra journey, visit my website at hollytoraya.com for my online courses, books, private mentorships, and group coaching programs. Please subscribe to this podcast and share this episode with your friends. May you live in truth, beauty, and freedom. Love, Holly Toraya.